Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends? My name is Emily Ling. I'm an actress, writer, singer, codependent, returnee from rock bottom and a gratefully recovering addict. And this is the podcast where we aim to rid the shame, the highs and lows and deadly blows that ultimately led us to the lessons we never knew we needed to learn, but are so grateful that we did. Something that I am finding very difficult to navigate is working out exactly what is good pain and what is bad pain. And I mean it like this. You know when you're in the gym or working out, or I don't know, lifting something, it's not supposed to be easy. You've got to push yourself to make improvement and it often feels really, really fucking uncomfortable. It's a really painful and strenuous process. Majority of the time, the last thing that I want to do is get up at 6am to go to spin class. And for clarity, I've literally never done this. And there's a reason why. Because it's bloody hard and so uncomfortable and every bone in your body is literally screaming at you. Like, what the fuck is going on on God's good earth? You're going to fucking kill us. Stop. But afterwards, the endorphins hit you're a little bit stronger, you may feel exhausted and your body feels crushed, but the next time it's a little bit easier. There is all-round improvement and it's ultimately for a brilliant cause because it's great to be healthy and active. It makes for a hopefully longer life, a clear mind and a ton of self-respect, but the process of reaching the point of improvement is painful and long and feels wrong (laughs) and the progress is often minimal and it feels like you're going nowhere so why the fuck am I forcing myself onto this torture chamber in the shape of a peloton bike for no gain? Recovery feels like a similar process. When I'm exercising I find it difficult to tell when the pain is beneficial when I'm improving my strength or when I'm pushing myself too far and doing it in the wrong way and injuring myself. 
like I have a whole knee thing that gets in the way, but healing, the journey of healing, the way you improve and challenge your own emotional barriers is to bravely shove yourself outside of your comfort zone and push to the level of it being uncomfortable. Much like training for a marathon, it's not easy. And it's so very difficult, or I find it so very difficult to tell when the self-inflicted pinching and poking pain is for the intrinsic good or when it's spawning from an unwell place and causing more damage, much like doing lunges with my gammy knee. I have spoken in length before about my inability to set healthy boundaries with other people. Setting even a small boundary for myself feels like I'm essentially just being a massive dick and building my own personal Berlin Wall and people are going to be super angry about the unreasonable demands I'm making. For example, like, I would prefer it if my number wasn't given to strangers without my permission. (laughs) And that's a true story, by the way. My response is always just like, yeah, 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 that's fine even when it's definitely not fucking fine. I let everything slide. This is an area where I am very, very cowardly. Cowardly being such a strange word, but it's true. I'm so very cowardly. I turn my emotions inwards and then secretly blame other people for the thorn in my side. Like when I am confronted by someone else, While I will often present a very understanding mentality and most of the time fawn to the nth degree, I'm actually very frustrated and fume away in bed at night, the fucking injustice of it. And this has been going on for ages and ages. I'll be called up on something, profusely apologize and then wring myself raw with aggravation. And I realized recently that I don't do this I don't do this because I'm angry at the confrontation itself. If I've done something wrong, I'd like to know about it and be given the opportunity to apologize and amend specific actions in future. If, of course, they are in line with my values, that's important to know. You don't alter yourself to benefit someone else if it doesn't serve you. So I'm not angry because of the confrontation. I'm angry because I don't or didn't have the guts to confront that person in return. I have so many examples of when I've been told off for something and I've been looking at that person and in my head listing the myriad of things that they have done that have seriously upset me, but yet I've never said anything to spare their feelings. I'd rather carry that upset than confront someone and potentially upset them. And yet here they are telling me the reasons why I need to improve myself and my actions and I'm still stewing over the thing that irked me nine years ago. But the thing is, my anger and upset at their confrontation is not their fault. If I haven't told them that I have been hurt by their behaviour in the past, then how the fuck are they supposed to know? And why shouldn't they tell me when I've been a dick? They're just more emotionally together and secure and know that doing that doesn't mean the end of a friendship, relationship, whatever. I just need to be a ton, a ton braver in this respect. When I was in rehab, I was constantly told that I should allow myself to be more vulnerable. And for a really long time when I was there, I was very confused by that because in my mind, I was incredibly vulnerable. 
because vulnerability in my head meant being emotionally vulnerable. And I was like, I cry all the bloody time. What the hell are you talking about? I had a panic attack yesterday in front of like 12 people. I could not be more vulnerable if I tried. Until I had this tiny light bulb moment that being vulnerable isn't a black and white, one size fits all phenomenon. It's actually a, a very individual thing. For example, I will happily sob and wail and pour my heart out and talk about my narcissistic abusive exes in the smoking area and wander around with my boobs out at a costume fitting. That stuff, that's easy for me. So that's not me being vulnerable. For others, some of that would be their biggest fear. But for me, my vulnerability lies in allowing myself to be angry, in confronting people I care about and setting healthy boundaries. That stuff scares the living daylights out of me. I literally, I get shivers down my spine when I even think about it. It's like a lump of fear at the back of my neck. And there will be some people listening to this that will be thinking, what a dickless idiot, you know? Things that scare me wouldn't even register on their fear radar. And I know it must seem stupid, but in my head, if I call someone up on their bullshit, especially if it's someone who means a lot to me, it would be like telling them that I thought they were a piece of shit, which of course absolutely isn't the case. I also massively fear that I'm wrong and have misconstrued the situation somehow, so I swerve it and push the feelings of hurt or discomfort to the back of my mind until the day comes that I cock up in some way and that person lets me know and suddenly I feel a massive injustice, even if they're completely right, because I feel that I never got the opportunity to express myself when they hurt me, but that is entirely my responsibility to voice it when it happens, so I can't just assume that they know. We all know you can't assume. It makes an ass out of you and me. <laughs> It's a mine <laughs> clusterfuck. It's like being set in the middle of a labyrinth and told to head north with no compass. You don't know what's right or wrong and what the difference is between beneficial pain and pain that's going to fuck your back up or whatever. Essentially, I think everything comes with more clarity the more that you practice it. Pain that is for a good strength improving cause will eventually become familiar and you can start to work off that muscle memory. While the destructive pain will feel increasingly more jagged, irregular, and like it shouldn't be existing in your space. At least I really, really hope so, because I'm definitely not there yet. And this is why I want to raise a flag as well. I, I talk a lot about things from my perspective and experience but I am in no way claiming to know it all or be an expert. There may be some things that I say that you really, really disagree with, or maybe you just think I'm entirely wrong, but I am sharing the awareness that I have gathered as a result of being lucky enough to have been given the right help. Help for those who are struggling is not readily available, and I am extremely fortunate to have been put in a place where I could be treated. 
I'm sharing my experience to spread awareness and hopefully help point out unhelpful personality traits that some otherwise might not be aware of. Because I definitely fucking wasn't. I had no idea. I was just swanning around being completely oblivious. And it was hell. And moreover, I felt completely alone. I was riddled with so much shame and secrets and anxiety and desperately focusing on these arbitrary goals that were so unhealthy and creating huge energetic blocks. All or nothing response to everything. And the only way to change this, only way to push our emotional barriers and go against what feels natural, that is the only way we can alter how we respond to things. Imagine a sort of bar chart, if you will, of emotions, things that we all exhibit, such as joy, sadness, shame, etc., etc., etc. For most people, the maximum of their emotion exists around a sort of middle level on this graph, a manageable level in varying degrees for each emotion, but basically pretty stable, a regulated nervous system, essentially. I, as a person with borderline personality disorder, on my particular bar chart, have a huge excess of intensity teamed with a massive deficiency of what they called in rehab, proportionality. Meaning that my responses to uncomfortable situations are way out of proportion. A breakup feels like I'm dying. Unintentionally hurting someone feels like the end of the world and I often severely overcompensate. If I feel like I fucked up, the intense shame and self-hatred I feel is overwhelming. And that's when self-harm comes into play because I feel like I deserve some kind of huge punishment for being so useless. You see, it's totally out of proportion because no good person should be doing that to themselves. People have made far worse mistakes than me. I mean, on a different universe, worse mistakes than me. And shame hasn't even fluttered into their stratosphere. And yet I hold myself to this level of perfection where my mistakes are far more damaging and apocalyptic. I'm also an addict, don't forget. And we always hold ourselves to a far more intense center of the universe standard. <laughs> And the funny thing is here, that no one else is really thinking about my personal mishaps. Everyone's far too busy thinking about their own. Of course they are, because other people's misshapen personal lives can often be really fucking boring <laughs> and never, never feels as bad as yours. So of course no one is focusing on your personal mistakes. I want to flag again that I am still thoroughly working all of this out bit by bit, just in bite-sized chunks. It's going to be a very, very long process, probably ongoing forever because you never stop learning. And there is no such thing as completing therapy. 
As always, please, please do not hesitate to get in touch. Please send your stories either to contact at whydoyouthink.com or via direct message on Instagram. You can find me at at Emily underscore Lane underscore UK. If you'd like your story read on the podcast, please put Survivor Story either at the top or in the subject line. We want to hear everything. It doesn't matter what it is. Big, small recent long ago we're here for all of it and we're really really excited to read don't forget to rate and subscribe and i'll talk to you soon ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.